Should the Baltimore Ravens be scared of their recent past playoff history as they look to embark on their 2023-2024 Super Bowl journey? All that and more coming up next here on this bonus episode of Locked on Ravens. You are Locked on Ravens, your daily Baltimore Ravens podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into a bonus episode of Locked On Ravens, your daily Baltimore Ravens podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Ostriker of Ravens, right here with you on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for being here, making Locked On Ravens your first listen each and every day. Free and available all podcasting platforms that includes in video form on YouTube and audio form wherever you get your shows. Today's episode of Locked On Ravens is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Close your job for free at LinkedIn.com. Slash locked on NFL, LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL to push your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This is future Kevin, I guess. Well, now it's present day Kevin talking with you as the Ravens do lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers in week 18, 17 to 10. We're coming to you with a bonus episode here on Sunday. And the backstory of the reason why this episode is coming out now is because Kajisma and I recorded this on Wednesday for Friday. And the Ravens decided to sign Dalvin Cook on Thursday. So obviously, you know, the episode that you're about to see was going to be out on Friday. But obviously, I had to talk about Dalvin Cook on Friday instead. But we talked about 2023 and 2019, the past playoff history. I thought it was a really good conversation. So I still wanted to air the episode. And I thought, you know, the Ravens play on a Saturday. Why not air it now? Why not air it after the game? So we're going to air it now on Sunday. So a bonus episode. I've, I've never done this before. There is conversation in there about the Pittsburgh game, like the rest factor and everything. So I think, I think it's always funny to kind of look back at past takes. So you hear a little about that, but it was a good conversation. I wanted everybody to hear with Kadri about the 2019 team and the 2023 team. There's stuff about the pro bowlers in there. So I'm about to gain a lot of hair too, because I, I got a haircut in the middle of all this. So without any further ado, let's get into our bonus episode of Kadrius Mayo. Q, the Ravens had another test in front of them in week 17 against the Miami Dolphins. What a time for their first 50 burger of the 2023 season. Baltimore absolutely wallops Miami 56 to 19. And they had to, again, they trailed at the very beginning of the game, but they ended up not battling back because it wasn't really that, but they put on a show. And honestly, they proved, again, as I've said all week, that they are the test. I tell you what, when you look at the way they've played down the stretch, when you look at the way they've played against teams above 500, three games above 500, and what they've done historically, uh, it doesn't surprise me the way they were able to just finish that game. And as you said, put the 50-burger up on them. The thing that really was impressive was the way in which the Miami Dolphins came out, marched down the field and scored. But it was like, okay, and the Ravens didn't blink. Now, it was cool that, yes, Tyreek Hill dropped what would have been a a touchdown and probably would have been a different dynamic, 14-7, compared to uh, 10-7 because they get that field goal. But by and large, once that happened. It was Lamar Jackson's show. It was the defense just putting on an absolute clinic and just dominating. And I loved every minute of it. I mean, that was as complete a performance 
as it got. And even the special teams, yet again, Justice Hill uh, with his big kickoff return. And then, of course, obviously, Mr. Clutch himself and Justin Tucker kicking it through the upright. So complete game all the way across the board. I think this team is really poised. Not only are they the number one seed, but I think mentally they're really poised to do what they need to do to get to Vegas. Yeah, it just felt like everything that needed to go right for him did here. And again, they bounced back from that seven or nothing. What do they do? They go down the field. They tie it up with a touchdown drive of their own. Tyreek does drop that touchdown. I think that maybe took a little wind out of the sails from Miami, but there have been so many plays that have been talked about from that game queue. And the one that's getting the most attention out of all of them is Lamar quote unquote, you know what I'm going to say, drop him back as that left-handed passer. Now is that what he really, really did? Not, not, quite exactly but still he drops back in a lefty pattern the defense moves with him you know Lamar does something your defense you listen because you can get burned by him but you can sometimes listen and get burned anyway because Lamar flips back to the right and just fires a dot to Zay Flowers Zay does the rest have you ever seen a play like that before so I, I think as I listened to Lamar as I saw obviously on uh a, a podcast where the one defensive back for the Dolphins were really talking about, you know, that particular play. The the good ones, upper tier uh, players, they they see nuances. So like the the Peyton Mannings or the the uh, uh, Tom Brady's of the world. I remember, for example, not to go off on a tangent, but real quick, Bill Belichick and uh, Chris Collinsworth was talking about the hundred top players in the NFL. Uh, and obviously everybody's, you know, Hall of Famers, but they were talking about how Ed Reed baited um, Peyton Manning into an interception. And that was the same thing that I was thinking about with Lamar talking about playing chestnut checkers. He was just saying, yeah, I am going to roll out to my left. I know the action is going to cause the defense to think something to the left. And then I'll just reset my feet and throw it down a football field 75 yards later. So when I, I, I heard him describe it and he said he thought about it as monkey and put the play in. I mean, that's that's the cerebral nature of his play and how he's you know thinking of the bigger picture to how to manipulate the defense and just a fantastic job. And, yeah, it looked like he was about to throw it left handed. And I think it, it speaks to the freedom, too, because, you know, I think Lamar kind of had his own idea there, right? It was all, oh, you know, I've seen this happen. You know, he said they're running it since week one, but the own twist. And I think he understands that, you know, if a quarterback does something, if you're a defense, if you don't respect what that is, sometimes you can get burnt. And with Lamar, he's been so good this season. Yeah. The defense you see, they float over to that side. Lamar flips the feet and everybody's caught left. Hand. They're like, wait, hold on. And they got to move all the way back over. So I just thought it was another great performance by Lamar. And not only, you know, you talk about this whole quarterback, thing with the stats, Guess what? Lamar, perfect passer rating, 321 yards in five touchdowns. We'll talk about that a little later. But Q, the Ravens lock up the one seed with the win. They clinch the AFC North. And now the conversation shifts in focus. It's something we've been kind of previewing for the past couple of weeks. If this were to happen, now it has happened. But the rest versus rust situation, we now know John Harbaugh saying that Lamar Jackson not starting this week. We'll get to that a little bit later as well. But we're starting to see some parallels to 2019. The Ravens. This is the same situation they were in in 2019. Pittsburgh, last week of the season that they're going to be playing. Baltimore decides to rest just about anybody and everybody they can to get ready for that divisional round. 
Obviously, as Lamar said, they hit a bump, they hit a wall, and they hit a hump that year, and it didn't go well. People are worried that things are looking a little similar, and 2023, is it going to be the same thing as 2019? I personally don't think it's very fair to marry those two teams together because it's different teams, different players, different personnel for the most part. I understand that there is a rest versus rust conversation, but are you at all deterred or worried based off of how 2019 went that 2023 is going to be the same thing? No. There is a clip uh, that the Ravens production team uh, put out, and it was Lamar, his back was to the camera. You have Ronnie Stanley. I forget who the other players were, but he goes, A, boom, dropped his F-bomb and was like, yo, we need to stay locked in. When you hear things like that and you see, you know, the conversation after the game, talking to the media, like, I don't care about anything else but winning the game. And then at the same time, we got to stay locked in. I mean, that has been the theme from jump. And so if it's the theme from jump, then I'm down with it. Like, stay locked in. Homeboy is on a mission. He was talking about it from the beginning, and he has made it clear. But I think this year he recognizes, hey, obviously offseason he got paid. But then number two, he has a group around him that are like-minded men. And then on the other side of the football, he has a dog that is a heck of a leader uh, in Roquan Smith. He has a hungry dog that is a second lieutenant in Patrick Queen. And then all of a sudden, you got the long arm of the law and dog on Kyle Hamilton and company. You got two, you know, veterans that are spring chickens all of a sudden and Kyle Van Noy and dog on David Clowney. And you got a, a, a mad genius of a young mind and Mike McDonald. My goodness, I, I see him seeing it all. It is all coming together. And it's about making sure everyone stays locked in. Do your job. Do it well. Let's dominate, but let's not forget, hey, it can change on us in a minute. And uh, I think that's the difference between this year and 19. Yeah, and I think there are a couple other differences too, which I want to talk to you about in the second part of the show. But I completely agree with you, Q, because at this point, I think that with the Ravens, the reason, again, that we don't look back on that 2019 team is the way we should is because they weren't the best team in the playoffs. They were the best team in the regular season by far. I mean, that team did almost everything. Their offense was great. Their defense was great. But it doesn't matter if you're the best team in the regular season. It matters if you're the best team in the playoffs because that season, it's, a, it's a, as you know, it's a whole new season. Things can happen. Things can get a little crazy, a little wonky. And I think you're right. The leadership that Lamar has shown this season, that Roquan has shown, even John Harbaugh, right? They have gotten leadership from, it seems like, every aspect of their team it really feels like, and again, I'm not trying to jinx anything, but it feels more and more like, who is it going to be that stops them? Maybe some team will, not saying that they're they're loss-proof, but Baltimore's done a great job this season of just kind of staying level-headed, not getting too high, not getting too low, and that's a really important point of everything here. Coming up, though, in the second part of the show, we'll talk about the Ravens' decision to rest Lamar. Stay tuned. We'll have to get to here on Locked on Ravens. 
First, this show is sponsored by LinkedIn. At the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move I can make that will take my business to the next level in 2024? LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created a tool to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. And for me, LinkedIn, I've had a ton of positive experience on there, whether it's finding jobs, networking, getting connections. LinkedIn has been really, really great. Plus, LinkedIn isn't just on their job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which make it the best place to hire. Hiring is really easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses go qualified candidates within 24 hours. And in 2024, maybe you have some goals you want to achieve. And this year, the right team member might be able to help you do that. That's why small businesses right landing jobs number one, delivering quality hires for leading competitors. LinkedIn also knows the small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time and resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. Push your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockerNFL. LinkedIn.com slash LockerNFL to push your job for free terms and conditions apply. We're back to our second segment of Locked On Ravens with Kaiju Ismael. I am Kevin Ostriker. And Q, I think another part of this Ravens situation is the whole rest thing. Lamar obviously not playing in this one. Tyler Huntley going to get the call here. And what maybe is his last start in a Ravens uniform. We talked about that a a little bit. And to me, I think that this is the right decision. And we've talked about it with Lamar. If TJ Water, Alex Highsmith gets to Lamar, Lamar gets injured. I mean, essentially that's the Ravens season. And and we know that It's it's just not worth the risk. And I personally would rather risk rust than risk Lamar going out there and getting injured and you not having nearly the chance you had with Lamar out there. So in, in your opinion, is it the right decision for John Harbaugh to rest the more here? Well, I think with the landscape of the NFL, uh, recognizing that, you know, there have been so many backup quarterbacks, so many injuries, and you can see what happens when your guy goes down. And you know, like, Lamar Jackson runs the show. Like, so goes Lamar, so goes his team. You know, he gives you, every time he steps on the field, he gives you a legitimate chance to win. And so without him out there, you put yourself in in harm's way of the ultimate goal, which is Vegas. When you look at the landscape, you see where uh, uh, Brock Purdy is going to be rested from the 49ers. You look over and see the Rams. They're going to go ahead and rest Matthew Stafford. You know, they're not taking any chances, you know, depending upon who you are and where you're at in your uh, mindset. You're going to get some rest. So I think for Lamar and, and there's, there's no, there, you know, Aaron Rodgers said it perfectly. He's like, you know, there, there's, there's like this, you know, uh, darn if you do, darn if you don't, like if I play him, he gets hurt. Like you said, Highsmith or, or, you know, TJ Watt gets to him. Well, there's that, oh, you know, if you don't play him, then he comes out rusting and he lose. Oh, we should have at least played him, blah, blah, blah. You know, you also look back at like a J.K. Dobbins and, you know, that was, you know, just one play and all that. And so you got to take that into consideration, you know, as an organization. You know, I, I kind of feel like, you know, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, I mean, how many, you know, AFC championship games did they play in? Um, but how many times were they the number one seed had a bye and Tom played throughout the regular season? Um, different strokes for different folks, but I believe this is this is the call, and and I'm 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 right there with it as far as uh, resting up Lamar, and he's locked in. Like I appreciate that, you know, and I think that is going to be a good thing 
for uh, him to rest up. But he's going to have some fresh legs come the divisional round. It'll be exciting to see. Yeah, and I think that it worries me less, especially when you're talking about 2019 versus 2023. I just think Lamar has grown in, in every single aspect, as is the natural progression of anybody, right? You know, you get the experience, and that's kind of what happens here. And we'll get, I want to get back to that after this question, Q, because we, at the time of this recording, at least, we don't know if anybody else is going to rest for the Ravens. You know, John Harbaugh making the call that, yes, it's going to be Lamar, but we don't know yet about a Kyle Hamilton or a Roquan Smith or a Patrick Queen or a Brandon Stevens, any of those guys. They designated Darius Washington to return from injured reserve. So that's another reinforcement for them. But there are some players, no doubt, that are banged up in this or heading into this game. And there are other starters that maybe don't have a clear injury right now that I'm sure might be able to benefit from some rest. So who are some guys that you are definitely not putting out there on Saturday? And who are some starters you maybe you'd be okay with putting out there? There's only one other guy, Kyle Hamilton. I, I, I think everyone else, you know, test out how you feel. Uh, Brandon Stevens, and you're going up against a top flight uh, receiver. So test out how you feel and, and get your technique down and get your mind right. You know, Matabike, maybe. Uh, Roquan, maybe. But that's it. Like, I, I just, you know, the offensive line, uh, Joe D, the offensive line coach, did an amazing job of you know, seeing something that I, in my time playing and covering the game, hadn't seen, and that's rotating offensive linemen like you would, like receivers do. And that has kept them fresh and in the game. Like, you tell me, was the 49ers game, did Lamar look like he was under duress like every single time? Nope. You tell me, you know, how was Lamar, you know, looking against the Dolphins and looked pretty good to me again. Like, I think he only had the one sack. Mentally, I don't want to mess that up. <laughs> I want to rotate it in. Sure, maybe I might be like, look the other way and, and have, you know, Ben Cleveland in there just a smidge longer, you know, or a couple more extra plays than Zeitler or something along those lines or McCarry or whatever. But I still think they all should be up active and, and just keeping sharp and, and, and making sure that, yeah, you know what? Tyler Huntley is not Lamar, but Tyler Huntley is our guy and we're going to protect him and let's let's roll. Yeah. And again, we don't we don't know at the time of this recording, but would you be OK Q, if they treated it maybe like a preseason game and they played their starters for, out, you know, outside of Lamar and you said Kyle Hampton quarter or a half? Are you going all the way through? You know what? I, I get nervous about that word preseason game. You know, I know uh, Kyle Shanahan, you know, in one of his pressers, he was like, you know, you, you talk about that. You talk about practice. You talk about the workload and all those things. Um, you know, yeah, I, I just want – I got to know my guys. I got to know how they are practicing. I got to know what is the, the groove and the timing of everything. And if they're on point – and they're focused in, they're locked in. Yeah, sure. You know, if, if, if the game got away from us, pull them. If the game is tight and my backups can get some valuable experience and I feel like it's a feel thing. I don't want to just, you know, flippantly jump out there and just 
I, I, you know, hey, Brandon is all right. You know, Brandon locked a couple, you know, man. What? Brandon, come on over here. Come up, sit next to me. Go ahead and root on your boys and, and let's see what they got going on for themselves. And, you know, it, it's a feel thing. It really is. Um, but you don't have the large roster that you have when you're talking about um, preseason. And and I know just playing in the preseason is a, just a different animal than we talk about end of the year and, and just chemistry and flow and, and, and momentum. That that's, that's where I'm going with that. Yeah, I, I hear you 100%. I, you know, I think it, it maybe is more of a feel it out during the game thing. I mean, I'm, I'm sure for certain players, it might be, you know, we have a specific number of drives or snaps or whatnot, but you're right. You're working with what a 90 player roster in the preseason and the, in this NFL, it's 53 plus the practice squad call-ups and then you have the inactives that knock it down. So it's like, you know, you have to figure out how many snaps you're comfortable with giving guys. But again, you're right. Maybe the game is closer and you want to give some of the higher end guys, some of the just clutch. I don't even know how to call it like clutch time performances we can see, but I'm excited for it. Cause again, the Ravens aren't much to play for in this game from a record perspective, but it doesn't mean that they're not playing for absolutely nothing in this one. So that's what we're going to get to in the final part of the show. So coming up, we'll talk about what week 18 means for the Ravens and we'll be wrapping up our conversation about the rest conversation. Stay tuned. We have lots to get to unlock the Ravens. First, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp, and it is a new year, and obviously everybody has goals for how they can improve. For me, I definitely want to get my sleep schedule a little more on track and don't sleep as much as I should, definitely. And around New Year's, we can get obsessed with how to change ourselves instead of just expanding on what we're already doing right. Maybe you finally organized one part of your space and you want to tackle another, or maybe you're taking your supplements every morning and now you want to actually eat breakfast too. Therapy helps you find your strengths so you can dish the extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. And there are so many benefits to therapy that so many have experienced, whether it's learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, and empowers you to become this version of yourself as well. It isn't just for those experienced major trauma, it's for everyone. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill a review questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today. Get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. We're back. Our final seminar locked on Ravens. Kevin Ostriker still here with Kadri Ismail. Thanks so much again for tuning in with us here on Locked On Ravens. Five days a week. Subscribe, audio form, video form, the whole nine yards there. Q, I think 2019, just to wrap up that whole conversation, they were young and they didn't have a ton of experience. And what, what I kind of say is that 2018 year, Lamar comes in, the six and one record to lead into the playoffs. Heading into 2019, there was a big conversation about, well, what is the leap Lamar is going to take this season? How good is Lamar going to be? And there was definitely some unfair narrative shoved into that conversation as well, not going to lie. But they blow up Miami, and the target, as I've said, it, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger on their back. That was the first time because, you know, we know the Ravens like to kind of move in silence. They're the underdogs. They, they jump out of nowhere. But with that 2019 team, there was no disguising just how dominant and how good they were. And whether they looked ahead or not to the AFC Championship game, whatever happened, Lamar was in his second season. 
it was a run that I think a lot of nobody on that team is going to forget because of how poorly it ended. But sometimes you have to experience that failure. You have to go through those painful moments to get to where you want to go. And that's why I think Ronnie, Ronnie Stanley's talked about it. He says he's never going to forget about that. John Harbaugh went through it. Lamar went through it. I'm sure he has that seared in his brain with guys like Roquan, the enhanced leadership of Lamar, et cetera, et cetera. I just don't see how the Ravens allow that to happen to themselves. And if they do, I think serious conversations have to be had, but I just can't see it with how dominant they've been and what that team went through in 2019, how they don't learn from that experience. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I, I think again, you know, that theme locked in, locked in. Well, I'm not going to say it's cliche and I'm not going to get tired of hearing it. I think it's Lamar Jackson's mindset and theme for what is going on. It's the reason why you brought in Odell Beckham Jr. Homeboy was with the Rams, won the Super Bowl with the Rams. Now you're providing that 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 smooth, strong, a uh, delicate balance of of leadership. You know, do I need to pat you on the back or give you an encouragement, or do I need to kind of continue to steer you in the right direction um, defensively? Al Van Noy has been on a mighty a successful team as well. He also has some understanding and experiences that he could share. Uh, you know, look at Dave Van Clowney, stay hungry. Let's go ahead and stay focused in. Obviously, Roquan Smith trying to, you know, continue to establish his legacy. There's leadership all over the field. And I think it's important to draw upon, yes, those moments and your leadership style, however it might be, to get guys to stay locked in. That's, that's, there's, you know, I am not familiar with being a uh, um, first round by guy. I never had the number one seed. We played all the way through every time I got into um, the playoffs with different teams that I was on. And I know that, you know, behind me, or I should say behind me here, you know, sits my Super Bowl jersey and the programs of the different teams that we faced throughout and all the things. And I could tell you that, you know, my mindset was like, Hey, we're just playing 16 games and we're just going to keep on going. We're just going to keep on going. We're going to keep on going. And, and you didn't have time to sit back and like pontificate whether or not, well, were you locked in enough? I don't know, but so yeah, draw upon 2019, but realize this is a different team and, you know, have those hardcore practices. I love the fact that you saw the Ravens being able to show that, yeah, Lamar's locked in. And if he's their leader and he is the one that 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 stirs everything, I promise you everybody else is going to be following along. Yeah, and I think the Ravens, again, have had, have had really, really good leadership this year. And the play has been awesome. The vibes have been great. It just feels like, again, you have to have all that on a championship team, right? Some teams, I guess, can get through it without one, but it's rare. I mean, you have to have a lot going for you and the Ravens. I think they have everything right now. So again, got, got to earn it. Nothing's earned yet. They have not gone anywhere. So we'll see, but they still do Q have one more game in front of them before technically the playoffs start. They'll have their bye. It's week 18 against the Steelers. Now, again, seeding doesn't matter. They can win, they can lose, they're the number one seed. They can win, they can lose, they're the AFC North champions. But I've gotten comments all week. I'm sure you've you've seen it and you've gotten your comments too. This is not just, oh, it's a game against the Raiders or it's a game against the 
the commanders or one of these. This is the Pittsburgh Steelers we're talking about right here. The Steelers beat the Ravens seems like way, way back ago, the beginning of the season. If the Steelers win, we know what that means. It means they will have a better shot to get into the playoffs. Now the Steelers will get into the playoff scenarios here because Pittsburgh actually can still lose this game and make the playoffs. But if Baltimore wins, their chances go, I think it's like 8% or maybe even less that they would make it. If you're the Ravens, just because Lamar is not playing, I'm sure a couple of these injured guys won't play too, does not mean the backups are going to roll over and give this game to Pittsburgh. They're going to try hard. They're going to play hard. This is going to be still AFC North smash mouth football. But when people say this game is meaningless, when I say it, I mean it's from a record perspective. This still has meaning in Q. I know you have something to say about it. Oh, my God. Well, first and foremost, it's, it's a bragging rights game. And I know from a bragging rights aspect of things, like Steeler Nation will be up and cheering, like, ha ha, y'all won a Super Bowl. Well, we beat you. We swept you. Oh, my God. And I vomit already. Because the reason why is I know I did that when I think it was the year Joe Flacco uh, tore his ACL. But I believe they swept Pittsburgh that year. And, you know, whatever the multitude of quarterbacks that came through here. Um, but with that said, like I was talking junk. And the Steelers were a good football team. I think they probably that year they you know went to the playoffs or whatever. When I look at uh, just your opportunity to, to make a statement, if you're a backup and, and make it against a team like the Steelers, bruh, like go ahead and Mason Rudolph, good. We're going to be picking off Mason Rudolph. We're going to be sacking Mason Rudolph. You know, you just don't want to give a team like that life. You know, if you're Tyler Huntley and potentially this is my last hurrah, like you got Malik Cunningham out there and whether or not he's playing receiver or special teams or however, he's the third quarterback. Okay, great. Y'all grooming him, but I want to make sure everybody else know, look, when it comes to the Steelers and what I did in the past, I feel really good about my game now. So, what have you done for me lately? I've improved myself. I've stayed locked in. I know how to sling it around to my different guys and move the ball down the football field. So there's a lot there when it comes to this game. But for me personally, it's just like, come on, fellas, win this thing. Um, you know, yeah, that that's that's a big one. It, it's 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 a game in which, sure, it means nothing in the playoff standing. Sure, you know, you, 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 what you're going to have your fourth loss if you do, in fact, uh, succumb to the honey. I can't even say it, but anyway, <laughs> let's just win this game, only have three losses on a year and, and call it a day. Yeah. And I, I look, I'm with you. You get to hand a division rival, your biggest rival, a loss. You get to effectively, I mean, again, there's one scenario where they would make the playoffs in a loss. I have it. It's where even with the Steelers lose, if the Colts and Texans don't tie, the Jaguars lose and the Broncos beat the Raiders, then the Steelers will get in. But if you beat the Steelers, there are all these scenarios where the Steelers have to win and Buffalo loses. Steelers win and Jaguars lose. You can essentially eliminate all but one of these scenarios for Pittsburgh I mean, when you were playing Q, how much did it mean to you when you were able to go out there, beat a team, a division rival, and either severely damage their playoff hopes or just end them all together? Yeah, no, it, it, it's everything. I mean, it feels good. It feels awesome. I know um, 
it's it's one of those cases where you know you try to find your motivation any way you can. You do your your Michael Jordan thing and and, and take it personally. And and I think for this year's squad, the way they've played, the only times they've lost are those three games where they've beat themselves. It wasn't a scenario where the other team beat them. So do it what you will with it. If I'm a backup, I'm playing like, hey, man, this is my opportunity. This, this is my time to shine. Let's go. Yeah, I think the Indy and Pittsburgh, those two games were just, yeah, self-inflicted mistakes. Cleveland had that too, but I think Cleveland also just out physical Baltimore and Deshaun on that broken shoulder did no incompletions in a set. I mean, it's just, it's awful to even talk about, <laughs> but just the way that those games went, it was disappointing in a different way each time. And I think obviously like the loss. Rest in Joe Flacco. I forgot about that. So right. <laughs> three quarterbacks, well, four with Lamar that, you know, are starters, like coaches are like, oh God, we just got to rest them because why? We ain't going to go ahead and draw the ire of our fan base and our owners. And again, that's the thing, because if, if, Lamar goes down, if Purdy goes down, if Flacco goes down, if, if Stafford goes down, those seasons, you know, I'm not in, I'm not in the whole like absolute like that's it business, but that but, would be it. <laughs> that that would be it. So yeah. you, you just can't risk it. And I understand that whole thing with it. And I think that's why it is 100% the right decision for the Ravens to rest Lamar here. And I almost forgot to mention the Pro Bowlers. There were the Ravens bought an awesome video. First of all, obviously, we know Lamar Jackson got there, right? But the Ravens, first time Pro Bowlers, Patrick Queen, Kyle Hamilton, Tyler Linderbaum. All three of those guys, super, super, super deserving of it. Plus, you know, Justin Tucker got in there. The Ravens actually seven pro bowlers this time around. And I think it's really, really important. Plus, you have Justin Matabike in the first time pro bowl conversation too. Roquan also making it as well. So I think super deserving for all those guys. I thought Kevin Zeitler should have made it. This is the third straight. He's been with the Ravens three years. Been snubbed all three years, by the way. You could argue maybe Patrick Ricard, Geno Stone, but I think for the first time, guys, Matabike and Queen, and and obviously you got a ton of talented players in there as well, like a Linderbaum and a Kyle Hamilton, really deserving for everybody. Yeah, I think the main thing that you see is the homegrown talent, obviously Lamar, Linderbaum, Kyle Hamilton, Patrick Queen, uh, just Justin Tucker, um, just just phenomenal, phenomenal. I, I think. You know, BK just balling. Uh, the one guy that I thought, you know, had – you talk about having something on the line. How about Patrick Queen just straight up, you know, I'm betting on myself, all the drama, all the social media, whatever. He went out there and just said, I'm just going to play. I'm going to play. I'm going to play hard and play well and watch my play speak for itself. And sure enough, it did. It did. And his uh, uh, peers recognized that as – yeah, he, he did his thing and made the Pro Bowl. Now, this just goes to show you again, you know, the, the big thing is um, how do you finish it? And now this is kind of like that. We're in the Pro Bowl, um, but we'd rather go to Vegas rather than go to the actual Pro Bowl. Huge shout out to Q for hopping on and, and joining me 
our conversations are always great. And this was a good one, I think, to air as the first bonus episode. Circumstances happen, but, you know, we got the Dalvin Cook episode in on Friday. And then this bonus episode here worked out actually not too bad. Worked out pretty well. So if you enjoyed this conversation, be sure to subscribe. Audio form, video form, the whole nine yards. Again, Baltimore did fall to Pittsburgh in week 18. That's what we do know in the present day. And they now embark on their Super Bowl journey. We'll have another conversation similar to this. Not exactly the same, but similar to this throughout the week as the Ravens now have a bye. So we'll have plenty of time to talk here on Locked on Ravens and prepare for the divisional round. So I have you here today on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Coming up tomorrow, we are viewing the Pittsburgh game a little bit more, but also, again, diving into Baltimore's playoff run here and how far they can go. So be sure to stay tuned. I'll see you right back here tomorrow on Locked on Ravens.